Good morning. It's time to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is November 4th. I'd like to dedicate this entire podcast to Nicole. Nicole not only loves, she shows you that she loves and lets you feel how much. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Part of uh, being on this journey to get to know God better is being able to stay calm under every situation, any situation, all situations, every day. We must, must, must learn to stay calm. Okay, here's a few declarations. Live by God's standards. God's moral standards do not change. What he decreed in the Ten Commandments thousands of years ago is still in force. Not murdering, not committing adultery, not stealing, not lying, not coveting, these commandments will be in force until the end of time. Why don't God's standards change according to the fashions and whims of the times? One reason, because God is absolutely pure and these standards are a reflection of his righteous character. And because of his character, he does not change and neither do his moral standards. Malachi 3.6 says, I, the Lord, do not change. But God has given us these standards for another reason. He loves us and he wants what is best for us. What happens when an individual or a society ignores the basic moral laws? absolute chaos. What happens when lying and stealing and immorality and murder become the norm? Absolute chaos. Thank God that he cares about us so much that he has told us how to live. Ask him to help you obey. Amen. Another declaration, be honest with God. 
You can understand Job's bitterness. He had lost everything, family, possessions, health, even his friends. But the hardest blow of all was that he couldn't understand why the God he had worshiped and served so faithfully had done this to him. Life can be hard, leaving us confused or even angry and bitter. And like Job, you may have told God exactly how you felt and why not. But he already knew your mind and heart and he doesn't want you to pretend that everything is all right when it isn't. God didn't chastise Job for his honesty. He understood Job's heartache just as he understands ours. And God still loved Job and he still loves us. But Job didn't keep complaining as we're prone to do. Instead, Job turned toward God in faith and in time, God gave him comfort and peace. Not all of Job's questions were answered, but he realized that God can be trusted even when we don't understand. May this be true for you. Amen. The Uncertainty of Life We are not masters of our fate. We think we control our lives, but we don't. In an instant, life can radically change. A car accident, a heart attack, a pink slip, a child's raging fever. Frustrated researchers conquer one deadly virus only to discover one more, even more lethal. The psalmist pointed out our basic dilemma. The length of our days is 70 years or 80 if we have the strength. Yet their span is but trouble and sorrow for they quickly pass and fly away. Even if we live to a ripe old age, we seldom know peace. No book is more realistic about the human situation than the Bible. It won't let us get by with frothy platitudes or unsupported optimism, but it also gives us hope. It tells us that Christ can change our lives and that he has prepared a perfect place for us in heaven. Even your next breath is a gift from God. Don't take life for granted, but gain a heart of wisdom. Amen. Stay with us. Be right back with more prayers. Dear God, thank you that you are a loving, gracious God. Thank you that you have offered us forgiveness and the gift of a new life with you. Thank you that your love is perfect, it never fails, and that nothing can separate us from your love. We pray that our lives will be filled with the overflowing power of your love so we can make a difference in this world and bring honor to you. 
We ask for your help in reminding us that the most important things are not what we do outwardly. It is not based on any talent or gift, but the most significant thing we can do in this life is simply to love you and choose to love others. Lord, thank you that your love is patient. Help us show patience with those around us. Lord, we thank you that your love is kind. Help us to extend kindness to others. Lord, thank you that your love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Lord, help us not to hold grudges, but choose to forgive even when it is difficult. Lord, help us to love as you love. Fill us with your spirit so that we can choose what is best. We are weak, Lord, but we know even as we are weak, you are strong within us. Thank you, thank you, thank you that it is not all up to us. Thank you that you equip us to face each day with the power of your love, your forgiveness, your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, that was Dee's contribution. Okay, we're going to call for a spiritual fast today. We're going to fast from judging others. We're going to fast from emphasis on indifferences. Let us fast from apparent darkness, fast from thoughts of illness, fast from words that pollute, fast from discontent, fast from anger, fast from pessimism, fast from worry, fast from complaining, fast from negatives, fast from unrelenting pressures, fast from hostility, fast from bitterness, fast from self-concern, fast from personal anxiety, fast from discouragement, fast from hopes that depress, fast fast from lethargy, fast from suspicion, fast from thoughts that weaken, fast from shadows of sorrow, fast from idle gossip, fast from problems that overwhelm. And now, let's feast on prayer that undergirds, feast on purposeful silence, feast on the sunlight of serenity, feast on promises that inspire, feast on truth, feast on enthusiasm, feast on thoughts that uplift, feast on hope, feast on eternal truth, feast on compassion for others, feast on forgiveness, Feast on non-resistance. Feast on unceasing prayer. Feast on affirmatives. Feast on appreciation, divine order, optimism, 
patience, gratitude, feast on phrases that purify, feast on the healing power of God, the reality of light, the unity of all life, feast on the Christ indwelling in us. Amen. This is the time to fast from certain things and feast on others. It is a season and we are in it. Amen. I want you to think about a decision that you made recently. Maybe it was choosing what to wear for the day. Maybe it was figuring out whether or not to take a job. Or maybe it was simply deciding to say hello to someone that you didn't know well. The average person makes thousands of decisions each day. While our choices don't carry equal weight, every choice we make contributes to the direction our lives take. The good news is we don't have to make decisions alone. God's Holy Spirit is with anyone who believes in Jesus, empowering them to live in a way that honors him. So right now, think about a decision that you need to make. And when you're ready, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Amen. Holy Spirit, you know my heart. You understand my deepest wants and needs, and you know me better than I know myself. There is nowhere I could run to escape your presence and nothing I could hide from you. And that is why right now I am asking you to give me your divine wisdom and guidance. I don't always know what to pray for. My soul is weary and I am tired. I often worry about making the right decision, but I want to live a life that honors you. Even though I may feel like I can't move forward or see you, I know that I have the Lord. I know that you are with me. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be back and we're going to do our prayers from the wilderness. Okay, close your eyes and bow your head. This is a meditation for peace. Dear Lord, sometimes, in fact, many times, I allow the changing tide of life to upset me. I can just finish praying and then wham. The adversary introduces a thought or a situation into my day, disrupts my spirit and steals my peace. I know the enemy takes pleasure in attempting to pull my mind and behavior away from you. And on a day when I am overwhelmed with problems, 
he can temporarily succeed. But Father, I desire to make his efforts futile and achieve the victory that can only be obtained through you. So I pray your peace will rule my spirit and dominate my thoughts. When the problems of life attack me, let your peace be my weapon of victory. When circumstances seem like they will never change, let your peace help me to wait patiently for your breakthrough. When my feelings are bruised, let your peace be the salve that heals me. When my physical eyes can only see the problem, let my spiritual eyes stay focused on your peace as the solution. Father, make me a vessel of peace so that others observe what it means to handle the crises in life with you as my deliverer and my peace. Bless me with your presence in times of joy, in times of doubt, in times of weakness. Help me to stay connected to you. Let my faith, hope, and peace rest in you as my Father, my Savior, my Comforter. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Here's some more declarations. Put Jesus first. Every day we have a choice to make about what kingdom we're serving, either God or ourselves. When we put ourselves and our desires first, that means that we're putting him last and he will return the favor in his kingdom. So we should not seek great things for ourselves here, but do as God asks us making him our priority. Because the truth in this life is a breath and there's far more coming than we can imagine. Remember, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed according to what he has done, whether good or bad. For the believer, this is not unto salvation. Because if you've accepted Jesus as your Savior, you are assured heaven. However, what's being evaluated are the rewards for how we served Christ here. And that will shape how we live in heaven. The challenge for you is to realize that right now you are setting the tone for eternity. The authority and privileges that you will have forever. So put Jesus first. Humble yourself now and he will lift you up. Jesus, you are my priority. Lead me in how to serve you well. Amen. And forgive. Sometimes the insensitivity and selfishness of others will astound you, especially if you've tried to be kind and they've hurt you in return. Even after the initial shock wears off, you may find it difficult to erase the incident from your mind. How can you overcome disappointment and discouragement? First, 
You have to refuse to allow the actions of others to hinder your relationship with God. You may wonder why the Father allowed it to happen. However, He never fails you even when others do. God continues to provide you with perfect love, perfect wisdom, strength, and support. Second, you have to forgive the person who wounded you. Harboring bitterness only hurts you and is never the Christ-like thing to do. Third, you want to draw consolation from the great comforter, the Holy Spirit. You know that the Lord works all things together for your good, so allow him to turn your pain into something beneficial. The next time you're failed by others, release it to God and pray for the people who disappointed you. Don't let their actions destroy you. Rather, let the Father turn it into an opportunity for your blessing. Jesus, help me to turn to you so I can forgive, heal, and be blessed. Amen. Amen. When God delivers you, he will use the very challenge you face to raise up a blessing in your life. True, it's not until you're beyond the ability to save yourself that the Lord receives the glory for rescuing you, and that can be unnerving. But you can always count on Him. So when you face a situation that appears beyond your control, don't fear. Instead, rejoice because that means God is at work in some way. He will use it for your good. Jesus, thank you for taking my difficulties and working through them for a blessing. Amen. Exodus 2.10 says, She named him Moses and said, Because... I drew him out of the water. Mark 11.25 says, Whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone. Amen. So glad you came to pray with me today. Our blessings are coming for sure. Just get on up. Get on out, do some good, do lots of good, in fact. And then I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Jesus loves you.